All right, going to get ready. All right, three, two, one. Hit record. Good morning. Good eve. What? Hit, I was saying hit hey? record. Yeah, go. <laughs> it's, it's still, it's still, it's still going. Yeah, go. Say it. <laughs> Cue the <Okay>. intro. <laughs> My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel. I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Technical difficulties. My goodness. Um, hey, everybody. Episode 70. Uh, it is welcome. episode 70. Welcome. How are I hope everyone's having a good week. <laughs> we, uh, we had to kind of... Uh, we had to adjust here. Everyone can probably hear the audio. We're doing a remote session. We had to re-record it, but yep. we're good here. We're live. Episode 70. Hope everyone's having a fantastic week. Uh, it feels good to be recording, uh, even though it's a remote one. But um, yeah, mate. Like we, always say, like we always say, the show must go on. It has the to sh- go on. The show does, mate. And this is episode 70, so we couldn't give it a miss. But uh, how you been? No, no, definitely. Man, I'm I'm good. I've, it's it's the start of the new year. Everything's been hustling and bustling. I've been doing a whole bunch of projects that have no real true meaning, but um, have been uh, exciting. But in due course, I have uh, uh, what's the better word? I'm a little bit spent. Spent, spent. <laughs> a bit, yes. bit tired, my friend. Yeah, bit, bit spent and tired. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit tired as well, but for uh, for a different reason. I haven't I haven't been doing too much because it's the start of the year already. But I managed to get a camping trip in. I know I've been saying it's oh, for a long yay. time. Wanted to do it. Finally, I wish I had like one of those D, there's DJ keyboards. I can like put the clapping thing in the background. We we could probably you know, add some stuff in there. We'll see if we do it. We'll see if we remember. But we'll, uh, see. we'll see how we go. Insert cheer now. Personal note. <laughs> um, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, I've been telling, uh, we've been telling the listeners like, you know, I've got to do a camping trip and whatnot. So I've done one, but after you come back from a camping trip, you, mm-hmm. you feel good because you've kind of, you've connected with nature, but it's a little yeah. bit tougher work because you, you've got to, you know, you've, you, you've got to take on the role of a lumberjack, a fisherman, a cleaner, a scout, you know, yeah. a weatherman, um, you're taking mm-hmm. on all these hats and, uh, you kind of end up sleeping on a on a on a on a I guess an arrangement that's not like the normal bed, so it's not the best of sleeps. But um, no, it's good. I've got it out of the system. It's good, so I'm already planning the next trip. You've, uh, you've scratched the you've scratched a decent itch. And look, mind you, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some uh, um, some extra claps here because um, it was a uh, um, decently uh, toasty evening uh, last night in uh, old Sydney. And uh, you were uh, bravely uh, camping. <laughs> so no, mate, it was like... bloody hot. It was like 30. You're not going into the weather. It was like 36, 37 degrees during the day. So the night time was is, hot and that, I'm sweltering. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit for our um, US listeners. But let's just, yeah, let's just call it stupid hot. Um, that itch must have been severely um, itchy because, I, like, you know, for those of you who uh, know Ivan, he, uh, he prefers to be a Viking in the middle of the uh, in an igloo. Oh, mate. So, uh, if, 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 I could go, if I could go camping in six-degree weather or zero, I would have been there at an instant. I can't wait till winter camping. But um, you know yeah. what? Funny, funniest thing uh, happened while I was on the camping trip. So, Tell me. So this was a this was a bit of a uh, I'd say it was a last minute. I booked it at the start of the week. I was I rolled it was like Sunday night, Monday morning, and I was like, you know, I'm going to book a camping trip. So I literally went on like booked a campground, and then it was like, right, we're going. And you were like, oh, let's do a podcast on Friday. I'm like, sorry, dude, can't. I'm going camping. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I had my bag packed. Um, I've been to this place before. Um, yeah, and and the place that we went to for for this particular camp because it's a good place, it's nice and easy, and it was me and my son was Bent's Basin. Um, yeah. So it's just a little bit out of it's just kind of on the greater the the um, the the greater greater Sydney, Sydney, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a nice spot. You got a nice little basin there that fit the Nepean River feeds into it. I've been there a few times before, and I did a uh, I did a uh, a vlog and stuff like that some time back. Um, for, for this for this campground that we go to. So I thought, you know, we're going to go back there again. It's going to be a good place. It's a, it's a real easy camping. My son and I were, was our, our, it was leading into the nighttime and the sun was just starting to set and I was uh, cooking a stew. 
So I had all the sausages. A stew. A stew. I was cooking a stew in my camp oven. Nice. So I had all the smoked sausages cut up and the vegetables and I had the paprika powder in it and I was like frying it all off and everything, getting into it. And um, like Dayan's just kind of mucking around, playing. He's like, I don't know, playing with sticks or whatever he is, kind of just looking around. And this guy walks up with two little kids. He's kind of like walking past. The kids have got a torch and they've got like, they're going on a little adventure thing. And yeah. this guy walks up and I heard him, I was kind of facing a different direction. I could hear behind me and um, this guy said hi to Dayan. He's like, oh, hey, mate. He said something like that. And then I kind of heard yeah. and I was in the middle of something and I turned around. He's like, oh, hey, hey, mate. And I'm like, oh, g'day, mate. How are you? And he, he kind of walked and then stopped. And then he kind of turns yeah. to me and looks and he gave me this look as in like, I know you. And I was like, I'm kind of just okay. paused, right? And he's like, aren't you that guy from YouTube? Are you the YouTube guy? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like, uh, I watched your YouTube video. Like, you, you know, your camping one on that. And I was like, yeah, man, I did that. That was me. And he's like, yeah, I rec- thought I recognized you. He came up and he shook my hand and he introduced himself and he said hi. And we were chatting for like 10 minutes and we're like, he was just telling me how he'd watched my camping video before from YouTube and um, he remembered the spot that I had camped in and stuff. A really nice guy. Like, he was real down to earth. You know, he's spending time with his kids and um, he introduced himself. And I was like, oh, well, a little bit YouTube famous here now. <laughs> Did you blush a little bit? <laughs> no, I, I was, it was really nice. It was nice to kind of get someone, but it was nice to kind of be noticed. But um, it was random. I just said How long to him, did you do that clip, though? Oh, it was about two years ago, two, three years wow. ago. Yeah. Um, but he's obviously, Power he, watches, he watches a lot of um, camping videos and he obviously recognized me from the camping video as well there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, well, you know, had my micro celebrity moment. That's cool, man. It was more just, it was, uh, it was a nice chat. He was a real nice guy and... Uh, yeah, and then I, I managed to, uh, as I was kind of packing up and stuff like that this morning, he was off walking again and he saw me and he, we kind of said bye and stuff like that. So it was nice to uh, nice to kind of get, be get recognized. to make people <laughs> recognized, you know? So step back, podcast fam, because uh, Ivan 2.0 is, you know, front and center. Nah. <laughs> Shape, shaping up. How was your stew, Gordon Ramsay? Ah, mate, the stew was all right. It was, uh, it was a good stew. We, we, as I said, had smoked sausages and stuff like that in it. it had some nice crusty bread to um, dip in the stew and that. So uh, it was nice. And I uh, put the fire on this morning. Cooked up, cooked up a bit, a uh, bit of a feast. Took the uh, little man fishing. We went fishing. Um, he cast some lines. It was the first time he was fishing, so teaching him how to fish. So it's been good. Nice. Those it's, things are uh, priceless, man. Hundred uh, percent. It is. It's all the memories, you know. It's really nice to just get out and be able to kind of like disconnect and you know do the, do these things when you got these busy lives. As many of you know, many people are out there who might be parents and stuff like that. You don't get much time to just do a lot, so it's nice to to just disconnect and switch off from tech. And you know, as much as I like listening to podcasts and different things, I. Enjoy I the like, yeah, I like the, I like the, I just like listening to just like the symphony of nature, you know, the kookaburras yeah. and uh, and all that stuff. So, yeah. well, generally with uh, with an, an itchy patch uh, and you and you scratch it, it kind of generally gets more itchy. So, uh, yeah, I hope you uh, um, start to book more of these uh, more nah, of these mate, trips in because you've been talking about it for like forever. So, hopefully, you get like a bug, like a serious uh, camping booking bug, and you start to like go on like I don't know. Ivan's 2.0 adventures. Mate, you never know. I, uh, <laughs> I, I sure hope so. I'm already planning the next one. But one thing that, you know, this, this, I wouldn't call it a pet peeve, but yeah, one thing that I, I notice when I, because I'm, I'm like real, I, I, okay, I'll put it like this. I'm, I'm going to try not to go from zero to 100 when I start introducing this, but I think it's a worthy topic to talk about. Okay. So, I'm one where I I really respect, um, you know, the the uh, what's the word the uh, um, what's you know when you the kind nature? of like thank the the Space. Thank, no there's a word for it this the not the matrimony there's another word for it the sanctitude what's the word I, I don't know the word I should be I'm a writer I should know this word <laughs> I really respect the the naturalness of nature 
right? The okay, the the, the serenity, what, the, the serenity, the what the naturalness that it's supposed to bring, where you just listen to nature. The air is, you know, supposed to be fresh, mm-hmm. uh, except for a campfire. You know, you want to go for a swim and you want to enjoy things, this and that. And a lot of the national parks that are inside Australia and 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 you know Sydney. Um, and and the, the greater outskirts of it, they're actually smoke-free zones. You're not even allowed to smoke inside these national parks and um, um, cons- conservation areas, right? Fair, fair enough. You're not allowed. So yeah. you, can have, you can have alcohol and stuff, you know, if you have it in moderation. But you, you, but that, but when when you go to book it, it specifically tells you smoking's not permitted in these parks. So when I'm swimming, you know, I'm like swimming in the water. My son's swimming. I dip my head under. I got my camping wide bring. How I feel like you know I'm like a Navy SEAL coming out of the water with the water dripping off. I got dirty bead hair from sweating, cooking all day, and then I take in a deep whiff, and you know, smell. <laughs> yeah. Tobacco. Yeah. And people are on the side of of the waterfront area, just puffing away. Yeah. To me, it's one it's- giant. Dick move. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit of. Uh, it's a bit of douchebaggery. It's douchebag. Um. <laughs> and I know. And the reason why I bring it up is because I know you and I were talking about. I can't remember how we got onto the topic, but we bought, we talk, we said we need to have this topic one time where we talk about dick moves. People that just do dick. Look, we don't need to define that, what a dick move is. We don't need a, to talk. That was about, a dick move. <laughs> it there definitely is a dick move, and we're not going to go into like the psychology of why people make dick moves. If you don't know why people do dick moves, well, then it's probably not the one. Well, to there's only to. no, but, no. There is the, the physiology of why people do a dick move is quite. It's simple. because you're a dick. Exactly. <laughs> you're a dick. But, but but sometimes sometimes people aren't a dick, or they're not a douchebag. But sometimes you do a douchebag move or a dick move. It just happens sometimes. But majority of the times, people that do douchebaggery type stuff, they're just a douchebag themselves. And uh, yeah, like smoking in a smoke-free zone. Uh, I know we had a an episode a while back about Wick. We kind of like bounced off, um, you know, our pet peeves. This is not necessarily a pet peeve. This is just like things that people do that you just – you've decided to be a lesser human than what you are normally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like they just – people do things. You're just like, why? Why would you do – why would you go through such an act? You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not really harming too many people, but yeah. like you're not respecting the space that everybody is in. And you just kind of be a little bit selfish. So you kind of combine all those things together and you got yourself a bit of a douchebag, a bit of a dick move. So yep. uh, that that is definitely uh, – that's definitely a dick move, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, it is. I, I've, I've, been, um, I've been beaching a lot uh, for the last uh, probably month. And you have. You have been going to the beach quite a lot. I have been, I have been going on the beach a lot. Like it's, you know, it's much easier. Like I went through this phase when like, obviously when you're in your teens and stuff, you go to the beach a lot. And then once you like have kids, you still want to go to the beach, but it's, it's more of a mission. There's nappies to take. There's a whole sets of clothes and it's not the, the most super enjoyable experience. Fast forward a few years. My boys are a little bit older now. They dress themselves, they pack what they want. And you know, you kind of get away much quicker and it's less, less, less of a hassle. Nonetheless, when you go to a beach, you experience like a multitude of dick moves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, look, I love my barbecues. You know, you love your barbecues. I love my barbecues. But I don't know. You tell me whether this is a dick move or not. Okay. okay. Um, I, I'm starting to feel like this is a bit of a dick move. The, like, I kind of feel like if it's a massive massive open area park. Like I'm talking huge open area park and you're deciding to cook a charcoal barbecue. Yeah. Okay. No problem. But I kind of feel like if you're going to cook a charcoal barbecue, you kind of got to look at that kind of person per square meter in a space type area. Because of the smoke? And I, like all the burning of the off? smoke. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, like, like and, then, and then, you know, obviously the most smokiest meat you can ever put on a barbecue is like chicken wings, right? Because of all the fat and stuff. Oh, it's so, so good, like, man. 
it, look, it's good. I want to bathe in wrong. the smoke of chicken wing ash. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it got to a point where it's like these people were putting down like they, look, they're having a good time. It's fine. Like I'm not like I'm not trying to be a nanny pants here. But it's like it just got to a point where. I don't know if these chickens were like juiced up on fat or something. I don't know where they got these chickens from, but there was like a, some serious smoke going on. I might not be and the best radar myself, for this. I think we need to put. I think we need to. If we're gonna, if we're gonna do this now, we're gonna say what's it a dick move? I think we're gonna have to ask the question: What does everyone think? Is this a dick move? We'll give our opinion yeah. of what we think it is. <laughs> we'll give our opinion, and then we'll say yeah. what we'll do people know think. It... Is it a dick move? And then move on because uh, I'm, I might I, be I'm a bit gonna... biased in this. I love chicken fat grilling on the barbecue. Yeah, look, but I know what you're saying well, at the same time. It's like I kind of feel like you need to kind of know where you're going and you go, you know what, we're going to this park here, it's huge. There's a little bit of smoke, it's fine. So today, 35 degree day, not like not an ounce of wind in the sky. And like the charcoal go the charcoal gets smoked up, the meat gets thrown on. Before you know it, you've got about two hundred square meters radius of space and it's covered in thick smoke because <laughs> it's not going I mean? anywhere because it's not going anywhere <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. so i kind of feel like the technicality of this is it's kind of a bit of a dick move if you know you're going to a place especially you know over a long weekend here in sydney or just in australia in general um you kind of just got to look where you are just to be a bit more aware that you're going to put something down it's going to smoke the living daylights out of everybody i kind of feel like it's a little bit of a dick move if you don't look at like you know i don't know i'm trying to be too technical here but like person per square meter type thing do you know what i mean like yeah, you you I want just, the I'm, smoke I'm, I'm, to, you want the smoke from the chicken fat for social distance put it that way and look and, and to kind of you know take it just that little bit further i was having a nice piece of battered fish and chips and it, it was my senses were all over the place i'm like having fish i've got chicken burnt chicken smell in my nose it was like my i don't know what was going on so i wasn't like completely thrown off but i just thought that's ah, a bit of a dick move i thought look, it was a bit of a dick move yeah look i'm, I'm gonna have to st- look uh, if they're gonna cook their lunch <laughs> and they've got nowhere else to go i, I reckon they i reckon yes so I'd have to say to people, oh, look, what, you, what do they you... think? Do they think it's a dick move? Because I kind of I agree with you, but if they have got nowhere else to cook, I'm a bit a bit a bit half half on it. Bit half half. Look, I am, but there has to be a little bit of like everybody does. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming everybody does a little bit of recon mission when it comes to cooking an outdoor barbecue. It's like we're not just gonna. Nobody's like I don't know. Maybe people do. Maybe they've just got a bag of charcoal beads and like you know. A good old Lebanese barbecue just sitting in the back, oh, so ready good, to man. start, ready to start cooking. Like maybe those, rec- those rectangle perm- ones with the thin grill. Yeah, that, they're the best that they, they use. The is just the bulb. Maybe people just have them lying around in their back, in the back of their ute or something, ready to go, and then they just go by a butcher and happen to go, "Oh, look at this park. Let's cook here." Maybe under the circumstance they did it, but I'm assuming most people go, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Let's cook a barbecue. Where are we cooking the barbecue? We're cooking it at this place." And someone in the group goes, mm, "Yay, nay!" But that's me personally. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of douchebaggery there. But uh, what do you, what do you do? But um, no. another one, if, if if you don't mind me throwing in there, go for it. Very, very simple one. Um, like everybody knows, I, I think I said the pet peeve about, you know, shaking the towel off with the sand, yada, yada, yada. That's more of a pet peeve. A douchebaggery move is like, we go to this beach where it's kind of got like, we go to, we like going to the rock pool area because it's less packed. Um, so there's less sandy patches yeah. um, for people to kind of set up. So we kind of, we got like, a, we got, we got there, it was really busy. And then this couple leave a really good spot and we just like, oh, awesome. We go down, bang, it was, like, it was just meant to be, right? There's really nowhere else to go. And then like, I kind of feel like then this like big group of teens, I'm probably showing my age now, <laughs> big group of teens come and they like set up camp right in front of us, in front of like, the you view. know, the view of the I ocean. I was going to say that's I'm what like, I was thinking was the dick move at the beach. That I'm like, listen, I'm like, dude, come on. There is... So much other space here, and you're like planted on the rock area. Like this is supposed to be the bit where people can kind of chill, sit back, look at the view, go for a dip, come back, and and you know rinse, rinse, and repeat, right? But if you're just gonna plonk thirteen guys right there, you know, boombox going, I'm just like <laughs> dick move. Yeah, that's a dick. <laughs> it's a dick move. That's man. a dick move. It's a dick move, right? 
That's oh, a dick move. I, I was funny. I was flicking through TikTok doomsday scrolling on TikTok recently, just flicking through for like an hour. And there was this one video guy and he's like, yeah. I think it was something like 10 lessons or something to teach your son. I think the video was called. And the yeah, guy yeah. listed off all these things. And one of them was, if you have to take music to the beach, you're missing the point. <laughs> And some people would listen to that and be like, nah, that's not right. It's fun. It's summer. Like a bit of, you know, Bob Marley and stuff. I get it. But yeah, like at the same time, plane. because I, I, because I respect bit, this. Of... Sorry, you go. I was going to say, I respect, I respect the sounds of nature. Like if I want to listen to music, I'll listen at home or in the car or in my backyard exactly. or something. But when you go out to nature and there's everyone else around you, and then someone yeah. cranks the mute, cranks the tunes, and everyone can also hear it. To yeah, me, that's now a I feel, bit of now a I feel like I'm, now I feel like I'm at like an outdoor day event. You know what I mean? And I'm like waiting for David yes. Getter to come yes. up, jump on the decks and spin exactly. a massive track. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, exactly good song, guys. I, I, I'm glad you're having a great time. There's about 450 other people here that would like to listen that might to the not ocean, the listen waves to crashing song. against the rocks. Yes. Yeah. So, but I kind of feel like that to me is a bit of a dick move. It is a dick move. Okay. Like, I kind of feel like there's types of tracks. Okay. But not everybody has the same kind of music. Personally, I'd probably go a little bit of Bob Marley or a little bit of like, you know, kind of something a little bit kind of soft, but a little bit of background music. I'm talking like level one, two volume. You know what I mean? Like, bring the bass down. Like, you know, those like those JBL type, um, Bose type speakers, speakers, yeah, bass on them. You know, like you can bass. adjust the bass. You can adjust the bass. You can bring the volume down a bit. If you want it in the background, I'm cool. Everybody's free to do whatever they want. But when you're cranking it and the yeah. doof doof is going, dick move. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't. You know what's funny though? I was because I was talking to my son about this, um, yeah. and and I don't know if others have had this experience, but I don't mind if someone brings like a guitar or a harmonica or something, some sort of an instrument that's like a solo instrument and they start I kind of feel playing, like that adds to it. That, would that, add that to adds the to the vibe because then you're bringing something you're creating within nature. But if you just go yeah. and start, start blaring some tunes like, and all you want to do is I want to hear the kookaburra and all I can hear is frigging some DJ from whatever, whatever rave party. It, it just, it spoils it. It's a dick move. Um, and again, I'm not anti, I'm not anti rave music. I'm just saying, like, it could be like rap. It could be whatever. It's just like if it's anything. Like, it's music. It's you, a speaker. Were just, you were just you were just saying before, like you want to respect the serenity of where you are, right? Imagine yeah. going to Ben's Basin and hearing like rap music for like ten hours straight. It's no longer camping. It's just like an outdoor event. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, See, it's like it's almost like you need to respect what it is people are trying to do. So if people are at the beach, they want to have a swim, they want to like hear the waves crash against the rocks. They want to like experience the wind. They want to experience all that. That's why they're there. If they want to listen to music, you'll be elsewhere. The, yeah. So, the, I, I know the word, the word I was trying to say was sanctity. Is that a real word? Say that again. Sanctity. Is that the word? Sanctity. When I'm, you respect pers- the sanctity I'm, of something. Well, I'm going to make I'm, it up. I'm, but he's, I'm no, I'm no writer, first, but that, sound, that, sound, that sounds right. Sanctity. It sounds right. <laughs> if it's wrong, we're going to make it right. You've got to respect the sanctity of nature. <laughs> uh, so to me, it's a it's a dick move. I, I, I think so. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. W- one other thing that I think is a bit of a dick move is, okay, there's two dick moves. One of them, I think I mentioned before about parking and disables bots, and you don't, and you don't have yeah, a disabled. Yeah. We spoke about that on the pet peeve one. We, we, but the other one peeve, is yeah. is when when there's not a lot of spots available, and someone yeah. pulls up in their what they thinks their fancy car, and so that yeah. they can protect their car, they park across yeah. two car spots, and then yeah, subsequently yeah. stop somebody else from getting a car spot. They are yeah, the yeah. crown dick. <laughs> I mean, they're, all they're, wearing, crown they're, dick. they're wearing a crown made of dicks. With like a whole bunch of dicks all on top of them. It's like a, it's like a dick made of, it's like a crown made of dicks. And they're just walking around and like the dicks are just flopping. Like you don't do that. <laughs> oh, it's that true. to that, me that, is a dick. That, that, that to me is a dick move. I think I'm curious if everyone move. agrees on that one. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, look, I I get the fact that if you got you know a fancy car and you don't want to get it scratched, guess what? Don't bring it. Yeah, don't bring it. It's just simple. Don't bring. I get it because you know what? There's a good chance if you're gonna take it to a place like that where there's like limited car park spots, people taking stuff in and out of their cars, kids. There is a very good chance that it's gonna get scratched. So your uh, um, precipitation in assuming that your car is gonna get damaged is probably pretty spot on. By, by taking two spots, dick move. Yep. Just bring a different car. Dick or move. if you don't have a car, well, I don't know, borrow someone else's. Just, so. yeah. <laughs> dick move, I that agree. Is, that, that, that is definitely a dick move. But um, look, there was, there's another thing as well. Like, So we're waiting in the fish and chip shop line, right? And it's like, it's like, it's, there's this thing where people kind of like, you know, when you go to those places, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very anal with things. I always kind of think if I had a fish and chip shop or a takeaway charcoal chicken shop, I'd make it very obvious that there's a line, right? But this yeah. store is very much like, it's kind of like a, it's very, it's very, it's got a very kind of horizontal landscape. Yep. So it doesn't really allow for a line because if there's a line, the line will go across all the fresh seafood and nobody will be able to see it. Right. Yeah. So what people do is they kind of like lean back against the wall. And then once someone's being finished getting served, you know, one of the workers puts their head heads up and goes, who's next. And then it's up to the discretionary of everyone else to kind of go, Oh, it was me or oh, no, it was this young lady here or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it can be a little bit tricky. So you're kind of really, like the playing field is open to douchebaggery already. Okay? Yeah, you're, you're waiting. You're wait, what you're basically waiting for is the good, straightforward, simple Aussie camaraderie where they're like, "Up, ah, you're all right, yeah. mate. You're off. You go, mate. You're next." That exactly. You hear, you're up. You're all right, mate. Go on. That's what exactly. you're waiting for. So what what you do? It's very simple in this situation. You walk into fish and chip shop. There's nine people there. Guess what number you are? You're number ten. Okay. But what you're supposed to do after that? is have a look at all the other people that come in after you. So you, at least you know that pay whatever, whatever happens is you're going to go before those people, but you're definitely not going to go ahead of those other ones, right? So everybody's already knowing where this is going, right? But there's nothing worse when someone comes in, literally walks in, they like, they strump in, you know, sandy feet, bodies dripping with like, you know, beach water all over them. And then, then the guy pops his head up and goes, Who's next? And this dude just comes in and goes, oh, yeah, man, I'd like whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, oh. and everyone's got this look on their face like, what the you fuck, wanker. man? Yeah. Wanker, dude. Like, seriously, dude, you just walked in. The place yep. is packed. Okay, again, the playing field has been, like, the way it's been set out, it's allowing for douchebaggery. But that's just their setup. You've got to respect their setup. Don't just just dive on in and go, oh, yeah, I'll have a, you know, a snack pack and a friggin' whatever. And there's like 10 other people sitting there going, dude, we've, we've been waiting here. You just, just dive on in. Like what's going on, you know? So that's yep. to me, dick, dick move, douchebag at, at its at its highest for sure. hundred percent. And, and it's even worse when they're like, they, when they finally get up to the counter and they're like standing there and they're like getting asked, they're like, so do you guys do, um, oh, and they take and forever. Then, they want, and then they, they just start like a, taking forever. And it's like, they want yeah, like a bespoke uh, order. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> can, can I swap four of the cocktails for, uh, for the prawn <laughs> cutlets instead? Uh, and instead of doing a scallop, can can you mix it for the, and then, uh, and you're standing there behind them. And that's when you yeah. really start to, at first, because this, this is the phases you go through. They walk in and you go, you know what? Benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't realize. They, yeah. just, they just chipped in. Uh, it's no big deal. Let them maybe go. They're just not, maybe they're then naturally they, a big dick and they don't realize that they're a big dick. So they're yeah, doing but, a dick but, move. But you, it's just natural. But, but you haven't even realized their dickness yet, right? Because <laughs> you've kind of thought. <laughs> their level of dickness is really well, this is what happens. It's like this transitioning dick state, right? Because what happens is, right, what happens is they walk in. They just oh, ignore God. everyone else. You're about to go up because it's your turn, and then they kind of chip in. You kind of look around, and be like, "Oh fuck, that's a bit of a dirty move." But you haven't yeah. quite called them a dick yet because you're like, "Ah, benefit of the doubt. Ah, you're all right, mate. Off you go. It was a mistake." But then when they start ordering the bespoke order, it really yeah. it, it really cements the fact that their previous move was just a wanker move, and now they're <laughs> just be- now they're just being a dick, and they start yeah, yeah. ordering all this shit, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> then that's when you start to that's when you've really solidified the fact that they're a royal dick. Yeah, they're, they're bespoke dick. <laughs> yeah, they're bespoke dick, right? And then, oh gosh. So yes, I think people will have to agree with that. They step in. They've yeah. they've already cut you off. Now and they're look, doing it, a bespoke order, and you're just like, mate, just mate, I, just, mate, just get out. What's wrong with you? Get out. Go get somewhere out. else, mate. Go, go and get something else, mate. Don't even know why you're here. Exactly. Look, I'm going to, speaking of bespoke orders, and this might kind of take you to zero to a hundred. Um, we know you're, uh, um, you should almost write, you know, the, the book, um, you know, maths for dummies or, you know, science for dummies, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, you know, those books, right? So there should yeah. be, there should be, <laughs> there should be drive through etiquette for dummies. For dummies, right? 100%. For dummies. Okay. So like, there's nothing worse, you know? The old favorite McDonald's. The McDonald's drive-through <laughs> is supposed to be very simple, guys. Okay, it's a certain kind. It's, it's, it's a it's certain like kind it, of dick that's about to play a part in what you're about okay. to say. Put it that way. <laughs> so they, they come in. It's very it's very simple. This is how it should go. Okay, you got too many things going on. Or you're ordering for yourself. It's okay to go. Hey, can I get the uh, um, the um, the Grand Angus meal? No tomato. No problem. All good. You know what I mean. But really, you should be up there going. Can I get two Big Mac meals, uh, two kids Happy Meals, and um, four soft serves? Yeah, sure. No, that that is what drive Macca's drive through is yeah. about. Okay, extreme douchebaggery is bespoke orders in drive through. I like. I instantly like. I feel like. If I had a like, like a Dodgem car, drive through, I have like instant rage. Like it doesn't happen on the roads, but it happens at my. It happens on Macca's drive-throughs. I feel like just going, whoa! It just boom, just like bashing him straight out Do of the know, way. It'd be like, even get better. out of here with your. D- <laughs> it'd be even better if they had like a light that shows up and turns red when they're like when the drive through is like sensed a royal dick in the drive through and the red light comes on and it's just like this, it's this ticket for everyone else behind them just start honking their horns like get out of the fucking drive through you dick <laughs> so like this guy right he comes up and he was just like he's just you could tell like he's look again etiquette before you get to the drive through window Know what you're going to order at the drive-thru window. Don't start asking the kids in the back what they want at the drive-thru window. Rule number one, don't do that. Rule number two, don't ask your kids what they want. They're kids. Choose for them. It's like it's not necessary. Okay? Rule number three, don't try and change the menu at that other 14-year-old girl on the end of the microphone. It's like, oh, how can I get a value meal box? Yeah, sure. No worries. That's you know nineteen ninety nine. What's in it, dickhead? Read the fucking screen. That's what's in it. Okay. So we're like, oh, can I change the the cheeseburger to a fillet of fish? No, you can't because it's a McValue box. Don't do that. And then they'll be like, oh, you uh, no, you can't do that. Or oh, why not? I'm like, oh, instant. I'm like, where is my? I need to buy like a shitty car so that I can just like get in it and, and like ram them out of the way. So I don't think I need to ask you whether it is a dick dick move or not. But that's extreme, like royalness, like your highness type dick stuff. You know what I mean? Like, don't like rule number one: know what you're ordering before you get there. Rule number two: like. If you got kids in the back, and you don't, they don't need to be asked. Like, choose for them. They're children. They'll eat. It's McDonald's. Like, what? Like, unless you're getting them some like you know really random like burger that they don't know. But like, man, Happy Meal, take it or leave it. Don't like it, don't eat it. You know what I mean? Like, don't sit there for ten minutes asking your children what they want at the window. Go inside the store and do it. Yeah, douchebaggery. Exactly. Don't don't be a dick. Get out of your car. <laughs> <laughs> talking exactly. about talking, I got one more for cars before I move on to a different setting for all the fellas out there that know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So okay. I was at I was at a service station or a servo, as well as Aussies like to call it, a couple of months back. Yeah. And a guy was parked inside the like the little parking bay area that you kind of you pull in before, not where you get your gas, your fuel, or where you pull in yeah. at the front and you kind of you want to run out and go and get like a pack of chips or a drink from the fridge or whatever it is that you want a donut. I don't know whatever it is. So he's parked mm. there. A delivery truck pulls uh. up and basically t like t bars like t bone kind of the locks the car in. Yeah. So the guy 
the guy is, gets out of his truck. He pulls the back door up. He's doing a delivery for this service station, this 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 survey, right? Yeah. The guy inside the car that's there, he's stuck there with his missus. He goes, mate, like you're blocking me in. Like I got to get out because he literally <laughs> guy just pulls up the truck and just blocks him in. There's no one else there. It's like late at night, blocks yeah. him in. And he's like, oh, yeah. I won't be long, mate. I'm just going to have to do it to just take this out. And the guy's like, no, mate, like i got to go. No, you, mate, your you taxi just... is, not, is not important. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, I'm out. just going to be, mate, I'll be quick, mate. I'll be quick. Like I'm just going to – got to do a delivery. Meanwhile, this guy pulls the truck up. He pulls out one of those five, six-decker trolley things loaded with a delivery, pulls it oh. off the truck, starts lowering the arm. The guy's like, mate, like you're blocking me in. So then the delivery guy, he's getting angry. He's like, mm. what? You want to go? Like. And, the guys, and he's like, calm down, man. Just like, calm down. Like, and they just start having his tiff. And I was looking at it. I was ready to walk over and step in for the guy who got blocked in. Because the first thing that came to mind one was, mate, I'm going to get rid of this dickery. Exactly. I'm like the dick brigade over here. I'm like wanting to walk over and be a dick police and be like, mate, stop being a fucking idiot. Move your truck. Let him out because you're blocking him in like a royal dick. <laughs> So they end up having a tip. The guy ends up going, oh, I'm going to be quick. He loads his trolley, walks in the store, and leaves the guy blocked in like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that got my nerves. That's one oh, big that's... giant dick. Here's another one for the fellas. You're at the gym, right? This happened yeah. to me before too. It's like you walk oh, over. Oh, I don't even – I can think of about 100 okay. dick moves at the gym. Anyways, Mate, yeah, the, keep the, going. G- the gym – okay, this is the thing about the gym. The gym yeah. is – Okay, you know what it is? I'll tell you what. Every time you've got all these dicks that walk around in public and pull dick moves, there's a very good chance, there's a very good chance that they are, okay, I'd say there's a 90% chance that the place they retreat to when they're not dicking in public is back in the dick fortress, which is the gym, right? So you're at a gym, right? You go down, you sit there, and usually these ones that are at the gym, they're two types of guys. They're either guys who come in, they've got no idea, and it's like yeah. their first time they go zero to 100 hardcore, or yeah. they're guys that kind of have been there for a while. They're kind of they, – they think they're kind of the show. They, they like to feel popular. They feel like mm-hmm. it's their floor, but you can mm-hmm. tell they're probably not that cool, right? Yeah. So – you're going, you go to sit down. You're like, oh, I need to use this bench because I'm doing a certain move. As soon as you sit down, a guy walks up and he's like, oh, do, do you need that bench? Like, because one of my mates wants no, to do I'm, this on no, it. I'm just, I'm just sitting here because I want to talk to someone on my phone. It's like, of course I want to use a dickhead. I'm sitting here. Wow. It's like, he walks up and like, oh, do you want to do it? Because my mate wants to use it for that. I'm like, uh, uh, this is the exercise I'm using. So I need the fucking bench. That's what it's designed for. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be filing my toenails. Like I need. I need. I need to use the bench. Exactly. It's like that's what oh, it's for, man. mate. Like just fuck off and wait. Like everyone else has to. Exactly. So that, so that the guy who comes up and says that, who thinks he can just start yeah. asking people to move and shuffle benches, if a guy's oh, yeah. on a bench, don't ask him to shuffle. Don't be a Look, dick. It's, it's not. Just, it's not royal dick. It's sub level. It's kind of like um, you know, it's kind of like you know uh. Like mid level, like mid level dicks, but it's it's a dick move. It's you a know? dick move. It's just straight up. Yeah. It's a dick move. But then there was another time where, and I think this is a, a look. Look, you know, maybe he didn't know what he was doing, but you know mm-hmm. that you know those things that you sit on and you pull the rope. It's like a rowing machine, but the thing that that gives you some resistance is like this um, donut shaped thing full of water. So you basically mm-hmm. you sit on this this rower and it's got this yeah. handle and you pull it and it goes, it makes this like yeah. whisping sound. Mm-hmm. So we're all sitting there, do, we, like we're at the gym, we're doing our weight sessions, people on the treadmill. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was doing like crossover cables or something. So I was doing, I think it was like shoulder day. I was doing something. So I'm just like sitting there. I'm like pulling these cables, just pulling the cables. And all of a sudden what you hear is, boom. <laughs> I was like, fuck is that? I keep doing my third rep, fourth rep, fifth rep. I'm like, what? And all of a sudden, you know, when people like, they, it's, it's so loud. It's going through your headphones. So people like take off one headphone and they're like, and they kind of do their head. What kind of dickery is happening? They're like, 
what yeah. the? So they start, people start taking off their headphones. They look around and like, and like you've got this guy who looks like semi-Viking, semi-comic book character looking guy yeah, sitting yeah. on one of these rowers and he's going 100 miles an hour whipping the shit. He's going to break the machine. He's going to, I mean, he's going to tear the cable show off. And as he's pulling it, and he's like a 130, 140 kilo guy, he's pulling it yeah. so hard. The front of the machine is lifting off the floor. It's going, and that's what's making it boom. And everyone's turning. It's like, oh, dude, gosh, what that's the a hell bit of a dick people, move. Man. You're going to break the equipment. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's next level. Maybe that's not dick dick move, but it's like if you know, maybe he's not completely aware. But like, it, it, m- machinery is not supposed to lift off the ground. The only thing that should be clanging and banging is the weights. Yes, end of story. It's, and like, and depending on the type of gym as well. Like, I've got a bit of a rule with this as well. Like, there are certain like if you if you're like a deadlifter, squatter type, you know, powerlifting type. Um, uh, person, uh, there are specific gyms for that type of exercise where yeah. you know lifting up and deadlifting like two, three hundred kilos and dropping the weights like that's just part of the. There's a time and a place for dropping gym. weights. So, but like if you're just stacking the plates at fitness first, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, like you know, you're doing the whole, you're getting the chalk. And you're like slapping her on your face and on your chest, you know, like as if you're about to like lift, lift, you know, the 87 kilogram mark for Olympic lift. And people, people around you are doing like, you know, like lap pull downs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, and then you go, you know, the head's about to explode through and you like just drop down 275 kgs. And like the, the mirror that's on the wall is about to like fall off. That's a dick move. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, like you need to join a powerlifting gym. Fitness yeah. first is not is not your is not your do. You like you can't yes. be doing that stuff. Here. <laughs> exactly, it's a dick move. Uh, that's a dick move. That's uh, like, uh, look. That's a lot. Of, it's a lot of dicks. <laughs> you know, know what I'm noticing like, though? I, 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 sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, you go, you go, you go. I was going to say it seems like a lot of dick moves come from dudes. It must yeah. be it oh, must be related to a testosterone. You know what? Let's, let's 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 look. Yes, you're probably right. Like you can I don't know if uh, you're probably right. I'm just trying to think now if there's anything that I've seen a female do that's like douchebaggery. Like because you don't even call you don't even call chicks a douchebag. It's more of a like it's a it's, it's a, a dude it's a kind of a it's a very masculine like yeah it's a thing it's, it's, to call it's, it's a word between guys that we call it call each other. When you're just being a Look, douchebag sh- dick. I'm sure if there was two girls having a podcast just like us, that they'd probably be They would have be something. Having, they they, they, have they something. must have some sort of a term of what what the what the, the girl version equivalent of of douchebag just pulling a douchebag <laughs> move. I don't know what that would be, but it might, there must be something for there. But I think a lot of ours just relates to like testosterone, not giving a shit kind of oh I'm yeah. gonna play my music so loud because it makes me look cool. Or I got to throw yeah. weights because you know I can't throw anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I'm just going to throw my dick over my shoulder and throw the weights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got like I'll tell I'll tell you. I just I just realized a funny story. It's like it was, like this is probably a few years ago now, and like um, I've got I guess I've got this. Um, oh, I think most people would have this general rule within the. I've got a general rule rule with like cleanliness and hygiene within the clinic. Okay. And yeah. like normally when people come in, especially if you've got a practitioner working with you, whether it's, whether they're doing exercise rehab or whether they're doing manual work, whatever it might be, or it could be just consultancy standard hygiene pra- like protocols come into place. Right. So yeah. then like, <laughs> I remember I was like, this is a, this is a while ago. And um, I remember this dude was coming in cause he had, he was recovering, uh, from like this kind of like hip hamstring thing going on. So I was going to, I was going to be doing some more kind of like less consultancy, more manual work on this guy. I look at the time. It's like, again, that's a bloke, right? <laughs> I look at the time. It's like five minutes past the hour. I'm like, okay, seven minutes past the hour. And I've got this rush kind of like, I don't want to like call people just in case they're like trying to park the car and then they answer the phone and something could go wrong. So I just kind of give it 10. I always give it 10 minutes before I call someone to see, hey, what's going on? Where are you kind of thing, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Gets to 10 past the hour. I ring the phone. Nothing, right? Quarter past the hour, my door just gadoosh, like <laughs> barges open. And I'm like, fuck, what was that? Like, I'm in the back. I'm like, I just assumed this person wasn't coming. Come in the back. And there's my client, like, <sighs> like just panting. Like, he's, he's, his heart is beating, right? He's like, dude, I felt so good, man. That treatment you did last week. Like, I, I don't, I'm not feeling the hamstring thing anymore. It's, I was so good. I'm like, I'm like, cool, man. That's, that's awesome. And he's like, I'm like, and he's looking at me. He's like, oh, are we ready to go? And I'm like, dude, like, look at you. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, cause I felt so good. I thought I'd run from home, run to the clinic from home. Now, like he, I'm going to tell you, like he ran from Maroubra to St. Peter's. So that's like a good 10 K. right? A Maybe run. that's a good run. So I'm glad he's feeling better, but dude, like I'm not going to, I'm not a slip and slide. I'm not going to like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, he's like, he's like, Oh, I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, dude, look, you're like sweating like a kilo, uh, like a liter, like every five seconds. Like, I'm not going to work on you. And he's like, oh, oh, but I really need this. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I, like, what do you want me to do? You know, like, and I was like, oh, he's like, okay. And I, before I could even say, look, don't worry about it. Come back another day. He takes off. <laughs> he takes <laughs> off and just disappears again. And I'm like, I'm ringing this guy and I'm like, what the, what's going on? Anyways, I assume he's not coming back. And then again, bang, walks through the door and he's like, he's gone home, ran home again, right? He's ran home again, had a shower and jumped straight back into the car, but he's still steaming from his shower. I'm like, <laughs> this is like double douchebaggery. Like, how could you not realize why I sent you away the first time? It's not because like, you could partly because it was sweat. Now it's like steamy hot shower sweat. You know what I mean? It's like I'm like, dude, you're gonna need to like calm down. Like give it another five minutes, and then we're probably only gonna get me to work on you for another ten minutes because then I got someone straight after you. And then he was like, oh, but he was anyway. Anyways, he was like so oblivious. This is a, such a dude thing. He was so oblivious and so like content with the treatment from the week before that he just didn't care. He was more happy that he was literally able to run, you know, in all like thirty kilometers. <laughs> But he had no idea that it's un- totally un- unacceptable to to come in and be like dripping sweat and have someone work on you. I'm like, dude, that's gross. I'm not that's doing gold. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, that was my story. But it was funny um, when you were like you were talking about your previous story, and you're like you you dropped the dick word like about five times in the space of like ten, 10 <laughs> seconds. And do you remember that stat we that you pulled up about the Rambo? How, like how many people he killed in like in the yeah. random movie. It's like I'd love to, you know when people like listen to a show and every time the dick words drop it goes ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> how many times have we said we the word dick in our show? We should do it. We should like listen to this. Listen back to the show and do a dick count. <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if there's a limit when you go and submit a podcast to one of the stores and it's explicit when they have like ratings of a threshold of how many times you can actually say something bad. This episode know, get we'll, pulled from the uh, episode list. We know, people know why. We'll know why. <laughs> it was extra censored. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, on that note, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we touched we touched base with uh, a lot of douchebaggery, and um, uh, it would have been good to do episode seventy with you in person. But like always, uh, the show must go on. The show must um, go on. Logistic- logistically, we just couldn't uh, get with each other. Uh, this weekend so but but nonetheless I hope everybody enjoyed it it was a it was a light one for today and um, like always uh, journey to wherever.com if you want to reach out interact with us and uh, maybe give us your own thoughts of whether our uh, dick moves are incorrect and if you've got some of your own douchebaggery that you want to share with us uh, we'll uh, happily uh, go through the uh, fan mail type stuff and uh, have a read Please do. And don't be a dick, fellas. Go and leave us a review on our podcast. <laughs> Give us a five star. Don't make it a bad podcast rating. If you don't like the show, just don't listen to it. But don't I, be a dick actually, you know what? Give us a I've, just, I've just got a unisex dick move. Okay, what's that? Okay, a unisex dick move is <laughs> I, had a, I had a colleague of mine who got this really nice review. Um, he used to work with, we used to work for me. Um, he, uh, he set up practice out in the, in the Hills district and he's, and, um, we were just chatting online and, and, and I noticed on his, 
uh, Google ratings, it was a 4.9 out of five. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, fuck, 4.9 out of five. Like, that's how to, what the hell, you know? So, anyways, I scroll, I'm scrolling through to see who's, who's given him the, the dodgy comment. And someone's gone and written a really good, like, this was really good. He's been trained very well. Uh, I really love my treatment. I feel better. Da 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 da. Four stars. Like, Instead who, of five. who are you, Matt? Matt Preston, like of like <laughs> of physical therapy, like give the dude five stars. Like, how do you even get to a point in anything, whether you go to a cafe, whether you go to a restaurant, a retail store? In reality, stars three and four don't count. It's either a five star, one or a two. It's like two is like you're being sympathetic. One probably means they want to give you a zero, but there's no such thing as zero stars. And that's all the stars that really count. When you give someone four stars, it's almost like saying, oh, you're really, really good. But like, you just, maybe my tea wasn't as warm as it should have been on my entry into the, <laughs> yeah. uh, into the clinic. It's like that to me, I don't know about you, but that's a dick move. Like you're giving someone four stars, surely you can give them that extra one. That extra right? fifth star, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. No, I, just I get it. it. I, I, my mind was trying to get like something other than a, you think it, mate, you got to stop thinking dirty thoughts. Stop thinking about the dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All right, Sweet. everyone. We'll wrap this one up then. We'll wrap it up. Have a good week, everyone. Oh. Thanks for listening to the and, show. And like always, just one friend. One yep, just friend. tell one just friend. Just one friend. That's all. One friend. One person. Pay it forward. All right, mate. All yeah, right. have a good week. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Journey to Wherever. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Bye. But then hang up, bro. Then hang up, then hang up. No, no. <laughs> I'll Don't be a dick, I'll bro. Stay on the line. <laughs> I did that the first time, completely unaware, by the way. But if I had done it again, that would be a dick. That would be a dick. <laughs> Oh, it was a good lighthearted show. You have one? You like that one? Oh, it was good. Like it's like obviously we save the uh, um, the back and forths uh, with opinions type shows, the more in depth ones when we're in together. Because obviously doing something uh, remotely can can be a little bit clunky. So sharing stories of dickery and douchebaggery is uh, a little bit easier remotely. So well, that's it. It was a good one, man. Well, man, I, I, I can't pull a dick move and be too long in here. I promised my wife I'd be about forty minutes. I'm fifty two minutes so far. So if I stay any longer, she'll be. Uh, she'll think I'm a. Should we think I'm a bit of a dick? So I better go. <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a douchebag move. All right, man. Have a good. Have one, a good dude. week, man. See ya.